Hello, welcome to Moist Nougat. I am the kid. And I'm Dan Lee. We're uh, in studio today, like we are uh, usually are, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I guess what I was going with is uh, we're going to, because of Christmas coming up pretty soon, we're going to have to squeeze in a an episode, and it may be uh, done from, you know, you at home and me here. Right, right. Um, but... I guess that was too much information. Well, it's it's not, I can say, personally, it's not as enjoyable as just being right here, because this is a good environment for it. But uh, we can squeak one through. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Every but once in a while. I'll, uh, I'll jump into the corrections and updates. It's a fairly short list this week. Didn't have a whole lot from last week, because we mm-hmm. talked about family. Yeah. I hope that we had our facts right on that yeah really topic um <laughs> cozy powell you mentioned that he played with jeff beck uh-huh um only in the studio mm-hmm. uh he also played with black uh black sabbath and uh Yngwie melmstein just to name a few right um all studio stuff with those guys um he played with uh rainbow the michael schenker group mm-hmm. white snake uh, and of course, Emerson, Lake, and Powell. Oh yeah, uh, he did That's... studio and live stuff with all those bands. And like I said, this is just a short list of uh, he. He was he did a lot of stuff with a lot of different players. Hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, Harmon Killebrew was born in Idaho. Oh yeah. Um. The best I could find out was Killebrew. Killebrew, the name Killebrew, its origin is Cornish. Really? Oh, okay. Um, Harmon, I couldn't find out anything about. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing was we were talking about your new dog, and I guess you guys came up with a name. Piper. Piper is is the new dog's name. Yeah. And uh, that'll uh, get me to dive right into the random shit. So how's Piper doing? How's Piper adjusting to the new home? And I mean, very timid dog. Uh, 15 months old, but the the timid will disappear because I've already seen yeah, so, when signs she, of she it. She gets more comfortable. Yeah. She's not, now she's not timid with me and uh, she's not, she's not timid with your mom. She's just ready to go. She, she wants to have fun. And she so reminds uh, Kim and I of our uh, lash nozer that we had, which was Lily. Yeah. Just. They are so much alike. It's 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 just so much fun for us to have have her. Now, what's not fun is she gets the uh, urge to go to the bathroom. I don't care if it's th- uh, three o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. I'm I'm up and out the door with her, right? And uh, so there's little things that happen. You know, I uh, I don't I don't always want to take her on the same route, but I, I do realize that when you walk a dog, you kind of want to take them to the most boring place you can, so they they don't have a lot of, uh, they're not getting a lot of uh, smells and things back from. Yeah, a lot of stimulation. Yeah, yeah. You want that at a minimum. You want this place to be boring, so she'll remember. Oh, I I know why I'm out here, and then she'll. Well, she'll you need go. to get some of those little training treats too. Yeah. Yeah, I was and, looking uh, at those. What, matter of fact, and, today and give them to her when she does pee or. Oh, okay. You know, so you don't, don't give them to her 
just for taking her outside maybe when you get back in the house right right but those you know just the little training treats yeah that I, way I, she knows that so that's know, how that works went outside and i peed and i got this little treat. yeah yeah she can make it yeah it's it's close enough together where she can make the association yeah and that way you try to get her to a, mm-hmm. a thing where she's not making you get up at three o'clock in the morning and take her out yeah i, I get i get caught up in doing the same thing i did with lily or um previous my first schnauzer was skis and uh I used to do the same thing with skis. They'd go outside, they'd do the business. Then they, we'd go in, then I'd give them a treat. Yeah. And uh, so there's no association there. So that's, I guess I'm I'm way way off the mark on that, but there's no time like the present when well, it comes yeah, to a dog. Four minutes after they shit, you know, yeah. they go back in the house and you give them something. They may, they may not, it's like, well, I went outside. Yeah. So if I go outside, see that's what Ringo does to us now. Uh huh. Well, he he started doing that. Now he actually does have to go out every hour or two, you know. Yeah. Uh, just because he's getting older, he's, and he's diabetic older. and all that. Right. But right. yeah, he you know he's like you know if I go outside. Yeah. And then come back in, then I'll get a treat. Yeah. And it was like we're we're savvy to you. Yeah, we're on you your know. little game there. Because you could do that all day long with them. At, at one point in time, you could just go outside, come back in, give them a treat. Go outside, come back. You know, you would just do that <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah. Because um, Ringo is the type of dog where you don't just have food in his bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, he uh, he eats it all. Oh yeah. You know, I know I've had friends that had certain kind of dogs that that you know. There's just food in the dish. Right. You know, it's like, oh, they don't eat it all up? That's like, Piper. Yeah, just when they're hungry. For right now, that's Piper. It's like, hey, Ringo, like, you could put a 50-pound bag down on the floor. R- Ringo's the kind of dog that would eat himself to death, literally. Oh, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, But uh, I'm trying to get into the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Trying. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. It's... Uh, not the easiest thing in the world. Sure. Your Christmas presents got here yesterday. Really? Yeah. I'm getting presents? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Not It ain't, it ain't a big deal, but I wish I could give them to you today, but... I'm always the guy that's going, no, no you don't have to get me anything. I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah, I got everything. I'm... <laughs> you, don't, you don't have this stuff. Okay. So, but everything I'm getting is online. Yeah. I'm not going... Not going shopping at yeah any stores so and, yeah and i've been <clears> lucky <throat> so far it's been minimal for me kyle and i said that uh we're in agreement on wrapping paper it's kind of a waste mm-hmm. you know you you wrap it and a week later somebody tears it off and i mean you're basically buying garbage yeah it's true and i get it it's part of the whole christmas thing and yeah but it's a little wasteful yeah yeah and uh so Whatever we got left yeah. is what we're using up. So it, it might say Happy Easter on it, but that's fine. I'm, I'm good. It might be wrapped in a newspaper. <laughs> I hope or, that's current. Or it's in a, uh, you know, plastic Harris Teeter bag. Oh, those are those can be very festive. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the wrapping paper, that's that's the mystery. It's... I've. The kid that, that's, you know, eight-year-old's been looking at that box. 
Right. It's I mean, that's the thing. I, mean, I get the whole concept of the, the wrapping paper and stuff, yeah. but we just got to a point, you know, now it's like, I'm not going to go spend $15 for garbage. Yeah. It's essentially, you're yeah. spending, you know, I get really. it for the kids, um, yeah. especially the little kids. Oh, yeah. Um, and gift bags are nice because you can reuse them if you have places to store, you know. Yeah. Yeah, a, a warehouse full of uh, gift right. bags. True, um, but yeah, trying to get into the Christmas spirit was listening to. I think I said last week too, listening to some Christmas music and mm-hmm. you know the lights are up and the trees up and all that and yeah. Now it's just uh, let's get on with this shit. Yeah, man, some of the music. Whew. Yeah, but I, I do like the Chuck Berry. I like the Chuck Berry song. Yeah, and, and I have Sirius so that I can listen to it, mm-hmm. and uh, they got a shitload of different channels. Right. So if you know one gets a little bit goofy, I'm like, ah, oh, let's go back to the old hits with Bing Crosby and yeah, yeah, uh, you know, or let's uh, yeah, let's Perry. go to the Rock and Christmas one with Twisted Sister and yeah, and, uh, all that. Go back to Perry Como and and the Fontaine Sisters. Yeah, there there was a group. I like the oldies, though. I, I do, mean, too. Because that's kind of what I yeah. grew up on. You know, you didn't have all the, the rockers weren't, you know, pop groups and rock bands weren't doing Christmas. I mean, maybe they were, but I don't think it really became a thing until like the 80s mm-hmm. uh, when you had, uh, oh, what was the big one that was for charity? They had all kinds of musicians all. Oh. Um, like Bob Geldof was in there and. Not oh uh, the something the something for the world. It was I was first thought was Farm Aid, but no, it's yeah. before that. It's yeah. uh, some kind of world thing. Excuse me. I should remember it. I think that's the one where Phil I, Collins just had to sit in with Zeppelin. And, yeah, and I was like, oh, Phil, oh yeah, Farm Aid. Phil, please don't. Oh, was that Farm Aid? On is that when he did that? I, I'm not. Sh- it was one of those festivals. I was like, "Oh, come on, man!" And then he screwed up. Yeah, it was like, uh I uh, was listening. Keep reading articles. Uh, uh, Carmine a PC or yeah. a piece or whatever. Uh huh. You know, when he was with Vanilla Fudge. Yeah. Uh, Bonham, well, Zeppelin when they first came out, their first album was uh opening up for him i guess right right and uh i heard that there's just I, I love the headlines for some of the you know bonham stole licks from and then you read the article and yeah carmine's like yeah this book came out and like bonham and cozy powell like were fans of carmine right right and they're like you know yeah we steal shit from you and because I guess Bonham said at one point he was like there was some triplet he did on the bass drum or something, uh-huh. and uh, he said I got that from you. And he was like, got it from me. When did I do that? He said because I never played. Kind of like me, I like, you know. All right, we recorded the album and this is what I played, but we're out live and it's like I'm playing it how I feel it tonight. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, if there's a break or something like that, you're yeah. You know. You got to follow that. But you may not do the exact same drum fill every single time you play the song. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, why? Guitar and, players uh, don't play the same 
They don't play the same stuff. Right. So Carmine was like, yeah, I, I didn't even know. Right. He's like, yeah, it's on this album. You, <laughs> and he's like, okay. Probably <laughs> never played it the same way again. But Right. Um, but, the, but the headline is like, you know, you know, Bonham stole all the, you know. And he's like, I never said anything after that conversation with John. I never said anything uh-huh. because, you know, by that point, you know, he Zeppelin had become huge you know and right. bonham was a drum god and yeah and uh you know if i would have said anything at that point in time to anybody sure uh it would have been like oh <laughs> yeah you know right tooting your own horn or or you know yeah it, whatever sour but, grapes or yeah whatever you want to call it none of that stuff was even on my random shit list mm. but uh right. it just went there yeah um what do you got you got anything random you want to get out oh yeah yeah definitely so, uh, I, uh, decided where I work and I have the, I have the option to do this. So I'm dropping Fridays. So I'm going to be working a four day week and I just, it is, it's like lifting a weight off my shoulders. I'm just, well, I hope it's going to be a, a, almost a permanent thing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the focus. That's because, the focus. uh, you know, I'm not to interrupt you, but like my, video my youtube video that i posted let i i shot it it was uh-huh. just me driving around in the damn car because yeah you know, um i'd love to have been there I, and helped do that one i failed yet again <laughs> 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 two weeks in a row and the week before i said uh I'll, I'll, it'll be better next week uh, but that's probably going to be a recurring theme and so, yeah again i said it this week but well the thing for me is that uh, when I when I when I do go to work, I'm just like you. I'm I'm all in, and I just I do whatever I got to do, and I try and get as much done as I can. And at the end of the day, I'm shot, and I'm like, okay. I don't I don't think about it that way, but when I look back on it now, it's it's the way I, I'm I've always have been. The only thing is, is that age has caught up with me now, and it's like I I really gotta. I've really got to back it down, and I'm and I'm smart enough to realize that I'm not I'm not going to work until I really hurt myself. Right. So I'm going to uh, go to four days, and and what's cool is it's like, hey, the boss said to me, he's like, hey, you're retired, and you're working here part time, so you tell me what you're going to do, and he said I'm okay with it. So I, I'm like, okay, well, I got I got the best of both worlds. Yeah. And uh, so that's. It's just, you know, I'm I'm one of those guys that to really engage me in something and really get me all in, you kind of got to beat me over the head with a stick and explain it to me while you're doing it. Because <laughs> well, I mean, you got you got my full attention. It's good that you're <laughs> gonna start taking Fridays off because I'm turning over the uh, editing for the podcast to you. Oh no, no, because <laughs> nothing will get done. I, I watched you a little bit. You were showing me last week after hours. I'm like, oh, crap. Well, I think the process you, would be easy enough for you as far as, like, listening back. and. Mm-hmm. But I think the technology part of it, the, you know, the yeah, editing the DAW, as they call them. The, oh, the digital audio workstation. They call it DAW. DAW, yeah. What kind of DAW do you use? Reaper. We use Reaper. We do. Reaper. It sounds very foreboding, but... Because I've had Reaper works. for like, I don't know, Long time. probably 10 years now. 
<clears throat> yeah. You think I'd be a complete expert at it at this point, but that was prior to any podcasting. But I've literally I think I talked about it before. It's it's a super awesome program mm -hmm. and it's uh like open source or whatever they call it so it's cheap you buy a license for 60 bucks oh yeah and i think that i that license lasted me like five years like i just this oh, past yeah. year i just renewed the license another oh, 60 okay. bucks so 120 bucks for 10 years like you went out if you go out and buy like a comparable program you're probably gonna spend three or four hundred dollars yeah um and then you probably have to pay on top of that after a certain length of time to get more updates when right. they improve things. Well, I, I would just say this really quick. Um, the reason I was always a drummer and never drifted off into playing guitar or keyboards or anything is because I found the frustration of learning an instrument was difficult. Because I, I just wanted to go running into it and be good right at the very start. And I, had yeah. to work, and I had to slowly work my way through it all to make gains. But the the cool thing about the drums is if it gets frustrating to you, just hit them harder. Yeah. That's can, all. You can uh, yeah. take your frustrations out yeah, on really. drums. It can be expensive when you're breaking heads. But, yeah, uh, yeah so that's, that's kind of like it's a very good overview of, of how I operate. I've got to be... Um, I've got to be all in to the point where I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get mad about something and make myself even work even harder and then I'm okay with it. Right. I, I deal with the frustration that way. And it's the same thing at work. You know, I'll, I'll be working and I'll be getting a feeling like tired or this and, and I play the mind game. Nope. You dumbass, get going. Not the time to slow down. Not now. And then I just push myself and. But, again, I'm creeping up on 70 years old, and it's like time maybe to just start slowing down a little bit. Yeah, well, it's time to have a little fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly, know? exactly. Like I said, I mean, whether it's, you know. Because like if, yeah. Doing the podcast or doing, you know, video stuff or whatever, and, and like I'm fine, you know, like if you're like, hey, the video stuff's kind of a pain in the ass, I don't really enjoy it or whatever, that's cool, but find something else fun to do, you know. Yeah. Besides, like working you know right right um but uh i showed you a video uh before we started and uh this little girl is like eight or nine she might be nine now uh ellen plays bass i stumbled across her the other day she's it's i just love finding things like that because I, yeah. I, I saw the video you know she's got a bunch of videos but it just showed up, and I'm like, wait a minute. She's like eight, and she plays bass? Yeah, really. Like, it's just, to me, it was just like such a strange instrument for right. an eight-year-old girl to want to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I showed you, she played uh, a Rush song. Yeah, of all and, things. Uh, and she did really well, and she's only been playing oh, for yeah. not even two years. Right. Yeah, she's doing extremely well. I mean, the bass is is, is as big as she is. Yeah. So you know that uh, if she had to stand there for a full set with a band, it would be hurting after a while. Yeah, because she's a tiny little girl. Oh, yeah. I probably doesn't weigh 50 or 60 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> and that bass probably weighs 40. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so funny to look at. But 
And then she starts playing and you're like, oh, no, there's nothing funny about this. This is good. Yeah. yeah you know, and, and and I was trying to learn how to play the acoustic guitar and I'm like, my fingers are too short. Mm-hmm. And like she's playing bass. Yeah. At eight years old. Like her fingers can't be very long. You right. Know? Right. Um, yeah. She's doing so well. But uh, you had uh, you had stumbled across the drum kit or something that you were telling me about yeah it, it's it's got a funky name east it, it's not easter it's east you gotta get you gotta say east and star at the same time so east star yeah so it's a east star drum kit and uh the, the the way the the video looks um you know you you've got that it's it's a very minimal form of advertising on youtube Watch my video, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make this still picture draw you in. Right. So, the headline reads: it shows the kit, and above it, there's a four hundred dollars in really big letters, and then the headline is: is it worth it? Okay, so that sucked me right in. It's like, well, okay, you're saying you're showing a four hundred dollar kit, and you're going, is it worth it? Well, obviously, I know right now you think it's worth it. I want to know why. Otherwise, you wouldn't have wasted the time making the video. And they're exceptionally good. I would imagine my first drum kit in, uh, wow, holy crap. I I actually got to stop and do the math. 12 years old, 52, 64. 66 had to be 1966 my first drum set probably cost 400 bucks and that was a lot of money yeah but and much to uh, my my parents uh, frustration i'm sure it was a tough one to jump in with but you know, handing over a drum kit to a kid that's just nuts about drums. Oh, you, you've just signed up for tough living for a while. Yeah. But um, the the East Star drums are birch. I mean, I had, as an adult, I've had a couple of different birch drum kits, and I loved it. I had a Yamaha kit. I, I loved it. It was great. But I went through drum kits all the time. I was like, okay, I love that. Now I'm going to get some Slingerlands. All right, that's fine now. Uh, Tama, I've got to go down the Tama Road. i got to get some of those. Ludwig a couple times. So anyways, uh, these drums are so worth it. And the whole point of it is, to me, is that you've got a manufacturer out there that's willing. The hardware was excellent. I mean, you, you could walk in. In any venue, I don't care, and just sit down and play these things. Mic them up. They're ready to go. Just great-looking finish, great-looking hardware, um, rock-solid sound. So if they can do that and sell them these days for $400. Well, that's the thing. Because we were talking about oh, before, because right. I was like, you're right. I said, you got to check the dates on some of these videos, because, yeah. I mean, they're... they're yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the uh mm-hmm. I I mean it could be a new video. 
but it could be eight years old. You know what I mean? So yeah, that kit now might be eight hundred dollars. True. If it's yeah. if it's an old video and they're they're still in business or whatever. Yeah, and, so. and, and I usually um, I try to keep that in mind, but I was so overwhelmed with four hundred dollars, and I saw him and the guys playing them, and I'm listening to it, and I'm thinking, awesome. But and so it, that you know ruled over common sense. I I didn't look at the year. Right. But that's that's one of my first go tos with certain people and videos that I like to watch. Uh, you know, if I see a latest and greatest from them that I think it's latest and greatest, well, it was just buried in the mix. And, and th- now it was this <laughs> this time for that particular one, even though it was done 11 years ago, it just showed up. Yeah. On, you know, on my like, screen. Uh, current rock songs. Yeah. Uh, what was it, 94? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know what song you're talking about. That came out in like 94. Yeah. That Who was that? What were they called again? I forgot. I forget the name of the song. We, t- but yeah. we talked about you, it. You got to keep them separate. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Offspring. The Offspring, that's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, And now if that is a current video, a kit like that for 400 bucks. I mean, really? Yeah, so, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm I'm anxious to check it out. So Ford comes out with a Bronco. Okay, they made the Bronco back in the 60s, and it was great. Now this is a refined version, and you know they're slow to the showrooms because of the backup of the way everything is backed up. So it's hard to get one. So they're tagging on the dealers are tagging on an increase on them just because they have them and they're exclusive. Right. They're not going to be exclusive, but they're getting another twenty grand on top. No, in two years, it's, there's going to be every other car you look at. It's going to be one of those. Yeah. It's like every other. You know, overly hyped vehicle that sure. comes out. Exactly. In two years, they're it's like, God, another one of those. Yeah, I mean, so the whole point is, is that if these people honestly are making a kit this good and are willing to sell it for four hundred, they're looking for volume. That's their way in. They want to sell a lot of kits to get their name out there. Yeah, or it could be, you know, the, the the guys that are making them or girls or whoever's making them, you know, maybe they struggle to be able to afford a kit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when they they finally got to a point where they could start making drums, they were like, you know what, we're going to make these things so people can buy them. Right. You know, you're not going to have to have a big fat wallet to be able to buy these things. Yeah. We don't need to make, you know, 70% uh, margin on these things. And, um, and you're just like me. I mean, if you walk out in a showroom in a music store and, and that, let's say this E-Star kit is sitting there with clear heads, that's the smartest thing they can do because you want us to be able to see inside that drum and see how it's put together. Right. And from what I could see from the video, it's like, I mean, the minute you look at it, you're like, oh, these are good. And you, you got to check that price again. And it's like, how much? So I just think that is a a plan for a really good future. Yeah. Put a good product out. Put a price on that people can afford. You're not going to break their bank because it's easy to break a musician's bank because they usually don't have a lot of money because they're so focused on wanting to be a musician, which really doesn't pay a lot, but it's what they want to do. Well, especially nowadays with, you know, I mean, COVID, yeah. you know, put a lot of people 
put a hurting on him. But oh, but, yeah. but even now with, you know, there's not a lot of. I mean, there are in in bigger cities and stuff like that. There's clubs where bands play. Right. But you know, it they're few and far between. Yeah. You know, it's it's a DJ or mm-hmm. you know an acoustic guitar player or you know yeah because because technology i don't want to get into that whole ball of wax but right you know guitar player that's got a couple cool pieces of equipment can have a drum track and a keyboard you know all kinds of shit and oh yeah and and just play the guitar and sing and one man band yeah you know and drummer can't do that oh no you know no it just doesn't work um you got any other random shit sure so um just uh christmas is getting close okay i was just giving this uh uh, fun or nerve-wracking well i um your mom loves it it is her favorite time of year yeah so my my attitude has always been um i gotta try and keep the fun in there you know i try my best I try my best. It's because it's it's a it's a struggle. I mean, she's good for going to stores, and I was one of those kids that my mom had to drag to the stores. You know, she wanted to go shopping, and I wasn't going to stay home alone. <laughs> that's for sure. Right. So I I got to go, and uh, I can't I can't I want to do. Sometimes I want to be the guy that goes into the store and looks. Where's the first chair? Where where am I going to sit down in this store? Damn it, Target. Where's your chairs for the old guys? Because when I was a kid, I'd, I'd walk in, I'd be like, okay, where's the chair? I'm going to go sit some more. <laughs> yeah, well, I think in, in no way am I, like, you know, dogging on women or anything. But women can spend a lot more time, in my experience anyways, looking at an item. Mm-hmm. Or when I shop, I I know what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. I could go to Guitar Center and spend an hour there. Yeah. Just window shopping or whatever, you know. Yep. Um, but then I'm like, okay, I, I, you know, I'm done. Right. Right. You know, I'm going to leave. I've been here an hour. Right. Uh, and generally when I shop, it's like I know what I'm getting. I know what I want. And I'm beelining right to it. Yeah. I'm getting it. And then yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> because i don't like shopping i just don't like shopping i don't like grocery shopping i don't like clothes shopping i especially don't like clothes shopping Mm -hmm. that's why yeah uh historically like if i found you know shirts that i liked you know try one on yeah i like that now how many colors do they have right because i'm gonna buy eight different colors yeah that's it (laughs) and and you know because guys are usually very consistent with their jeans. It's like, okay, you like a Levi, you like a Wrangler, or whatever it is, and you usually buy that one. I don't. I'm just gonna say like 501s or 505 right. Levi's. You're you're gonna go to that period. But um, for women, it's like, oh, look at that, and they're like, oh, look at that. And we walk in a store and we go straight to it <laughs> straight to where we know it is but now but then we we do a flip in like lowe's or home depot 
Right, yeah. And, you can look at tools for and, an hour. Yeah, you and know? then the music store. So that's the, we, we only have two yeah. locations where we can do that, but we do do it. Right. Well, I mean, I, men are more into fashion now than, than uh, well, I guess men have been into fashion, but I, I, uh, trying to go, trying to be sensitive how I approach this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, we watched a movie the other night, my wife and I did, and it's got The Rock in it. Okay. And I know it's a movie, but he's wearing a turtleneck. And I said, what is it about a turtleneck that screams douche? <laughs> I, and, and Yeah, these damn narcissists, said, they she, all wear turtlenecks. <laughs> she said, no, well, sometimes. I said, no, The Rock looks like a douche. He's wearing a leather jacket with a big black turtleneck. He looks like a douche. Yeah. Okay. Then there was a scene like five minutes later, and he's got a scarf on. Oh, no kidding. And I'm like, okay. They really wanted him to, to yeah. come across as a douche in this movie because they're dressed. <laughs> I said, and the man bun. I'm sorry. The man bun, to me, screams douche. I'm not saying that everybody wears a man bun as a douche, but right. either grow your hair long or cut the stupid little knob on top of your head off because it just looks douchey. I'm sorry. It just looks douchey. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, too, because I... the. The man bun makes me stop every time. I stop and I look and I'm like, okay, why? It's like when I look at the the gremlin from the 19 early 70s. I look at the the AMC gremlin car goes by and I'm like, why? Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> no, I, I a turtleneck. If you're skiing or snow, you know, you're doing outdoor cold yeah. weather outdoor yeah. stuff, a turtleneck is a great idea oh, because it yeah. keeps all the air out of you going down your neck and all that. Right. But as a fashion statement, mm. douchey. Yeah. Sorry yeah. for anybody that, that has a man bun and, and, you're, wearing and, a, you're, wearing and you're wearing a turtleneck <laughs> with a fucking scarf. Ouch. You should oh. probably just jump off the bridge. And I you, should not say that. That yeah, was horrible. Yeah, that was... That was you went that you went down that road. Hey, uh, imagine you're wearing all that and you go into a party and it's hotter than hell in the room. What do you do? I mean, honestly, you hope you have a good t-shirt on underneath and, <laughs> and, and, and lose that sweater. You know, to each his own. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh-huh. I used to have long hair and whatever. I but I And you were the king of long hair. You I mean, you had the long you had long hair that people looked at and went damn yeah yeah now that's I mean, that's the way if you're gonna grow your hair long that's the way it's supposed to look the girl that i only let one girl cut my hair back in the day when i was in the band and stuff and uh-huh and uh every time she'd cut my hair you know and, and it was just like getting the split ends off or whatever that kind of thing she's like god i'm so jealous of your hair your hair is so <laughs> <laughs> and i i had the worst hair so whenever you see me pictures playing rock and roll i got short hair I mean, yeah, I was the like the Keith Moon type of guy. Never really grew the hair very long. Well, I remember when I and we probably better take our break here. And we're supposedly there might be some shitty weather, so we're trying to get Danalee down the road before dark and stuff today. Yeah, we'll check that out on our break, and if it changes, we'll we'll start slowing down. We'll head for the slow lane. Yeah, we're we're getting about our normal time for a break, anyways. But okay. uh, uh, what I was going to say was uh, 
when I I made the decision to cut my hair, you know, it wasn't easy, but I just went and did it. And I didn't go to the girl that I just went, I went to like the mall to some random oh, yeah. place and I said, just cut it all off. Right. And uh, I'm not saying I'm a trendsetter, but within like a year, uh-huh. all the all the metal bands and stuff, like Metallica and everybody, they all started cutting their hair off. Right. They right. were all going like, and I was like, yeah. I was I was ahead of the curve on this one because <laughs> now it's cool to have short hair and still be a rocker. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Then it became where like if guys still had long hair, you know, but weren't in a band or anything, poser, poser. Oh, yeah, Look at yeah. the poser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm picking on people. Oh, that's funny. Though. I should never tell anybody to jump off a bridge for wearing a turtleneck. Oh yeah. Um, it could be but, a very. But he was low... wearing a scarf and had a man bun too, so. It can be a bridge like the one we built at the uh, in the mini golf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the campground. So you're not going to hurt yourself. Yeah, or you're just going to jump it like three, that was, that three was feet. The, that was the bridge I was talking. About. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I said, it teach. There's some things I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I mean, tattoos are became this huge thing. Now everybody's got tattoos, and that almost made me go, you know. I don't even want one now because it's so everybody's got them. Yeah. It's and like, I, I don't want to be like everybody else. The the one that I look at and go, again, I go, why? Is the tattoo of the, the tears coming down the face. Like, well, there, there might be like three of them, you know. But, yeah, I think the tear thing it used to be like a gang thing. And it was like you, it meant you had killed somebody. Could be, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But um, you're one percenter. But like I said, I mean, I don't have, like, whatever, you know, I've got friends that have sleeves and stuff. One of my friends, his is actually like a themed thing, and it's uh, it's actually really cool because it's uh, jobs that he had. No kidding. But they're like pinup girls. Like, he was a bricklayer oh. for a while, and it's a pinup girl doing is a bricklayer. Yeah, that's funny. <clears throat> so it was a theme to it. Uh-huh. And, uh... You know, like I said, they're sometimes they look cool, right? But you know, I see these people that you know have two sleeves on both sides and everything, and it's like that. That's that's probably like ten grand each arm. Is it really? I I I, I don't have. Well, a if you t- got good tattoos, I don't have a tattoo. I've never had one. My wife's so. got some tattoos, and and you know, I I don't have anything against them. It's just that everybody started getting them, and it became such a normal thing. Yeah. And it was like, all right, well, it's not cool to me anymore because everybody's doing it. Right, right. Like, it was, you'd see, like, one guy out of, you know, 50 right. that had the, the sleeve, and now it's like, they all, everybody's got them, you know? Yeah. So even cops, you know? Oh, okay. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I but I don't get the uh, the the entire body tattoo. Yeah. Like, your, your face and the whole nine yards, it's like... Right. I... I the, I, the, some things I just don't understand. It's your body. You can do what you want to it. Yeah. But when people look at you a little weird, well, mm-hmm. it is it is a little bit weird as far as I'm concerned. I wonder. You know? I, I don't know. I look at it and I go, what I do, that's that's where my mind goes. My first thing I do when I see somebody with something like that, it goes to, what I do that? I'm like, uh, no. No, it's like the man body. I look at the man body. I go, oh, hell no. Not me. Yeah. So, I guess I, if I if I stare longer than I should, 
is because I'm playing the scenario in my head. Now, would I do that? If I did do that, how would mine look? What could I do different to kind of make it work? No. <laughs> yeah. That's, there's, there's that long stare because you're just, you're thinking, you're, even though you're staring, you're, you, now you're working inside your head. Your, your eyes are not functioning as well, eyes right at this moment. Right. Well, and the problem with tattoos is they, they age with you mm-hmm. and they don't look quite as good. They're not quite as when you're in your eighties. The 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 tattoo isn't probably the tattoo on your ass isn't probably going to look as good as it did mm-hmm. when, you, when you were twenty. No, no, you'd want to keep that more private. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on that note, let's take our break. Uh, we'll be back in a few. And we're back from our break. We uh, our topic of the of this week is advertising and basically like how inundated we are with advertising just every step of our daily life is just it's like you're in a tv commercial you know Mm -hmm. uh yeah like tv commercials i mean it's it's for me it's it's almost virtually impossible to watch regular tv i have to watch either netflix or who something that doesn't have commercials because it, it, yeah it, there's just so many commercials that it's just it, it it's frustrating it's not enjoyable to sit down and watch tv right um you know it, it's bad enough that you got all the tv commercials but then you know you got the scrolling shit going across your screen while the show is actually on you yeah. know, so it's just like a constant, right? You know, I don't know what you call those things, but you know, scrolling across your bottom bottom of your screen for a show that's coming up on Tuesday or whatever, and it's like, well, if I'm watching TV on Tuesday, maybe I'll find it, but I don't need you to keep blistering me in the head with it, right? Uh, you know, um, I that's probably the most annoying thing for me. Well, not just commercials in general advertising and i get it there's you know it's the way the world is yeah um but i feel like here in the u.s it's even worse than it is other places i've uh mm-hmm. I, I would imagine well like the only time i watch regular tv is watching football so i have no yeah. choice but to sit through all the commercials but uh my wife has a group of like Twitter friends uh-huh. and uh, they all kind of tweet each other while the, the Packers games are going on. And uh, I was talking to Kyle about, you know, cause one of her friends is in like Japan or, you know, oh. somewhere or, you know, and uh, she was watching the game somehow with them. And she's like, holy crap, do you guys have, are, are there's just many commercials all the time? And they're all like, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, how do you deal with it? Yeah. You know, so obviously wherever, I don't know if, it, I, I don't think it's Japan. It's could be China. I'm not sure. Right. But, you know, so they're not getting blistered with it there. Yeah. I mean, if they come out with that statement, so they've. They haven't seen American TV in a long time or maybe hadn't seen it before. 
but they're going to make the statement, how can you deal with it? It's like, yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, and it's not just TV commercials. Uh, it's programming, too, and... Uh, well, I mean, everywhere you go, you know. Uh-huh. That's kind of why we did that spoof commercial, you know, that we put in, in between our, our break. Oh, yeah. Uh, more of just a joke. Because right. I, I honestly don't... I don't know why a podcast needs a sponsor. Yeah, really. And I know it's a thing, but um, yeah, it's usually you know the higher end, the celebrity types that sure they have podcasts that have all the sponsorship because they're right. the ones that are getting the most listens. Yeah, um, our podcast is not going to generate any uh, advertising interest <laughs> at this yeah. point in time. Yeah. But I'm like. I get it because a lot of people are listening to so and so. You know, they got you know they got a million people listening to their podcast every right. week. Yeah, so we got to get it out there. Um, but then the, of course the podcasters will say, and I'm not saying all of them, but some of the ones I've listened to, it's like, oh, you know, we got to have that that revenue to to keep the podcast going. It's like, what fucking revenue do you need? Yeah, what overhead is involved here? I mean. Like we talked about it before, you know, this podcast, I mean, yes, you, there's a little bit of equipment involved Minimal. to get a podcast going and then, you know, like a hosting site and whatever we, like I said, we talked about, it, so I won't get into it too much, but it's, yeah, it's minimal. Now I'm not saying if somebody wanted to give me, you know, 500 bucks a year or something that would cover, you know, new piece of equipment now and again or whatever, sure. you know, I'm not saying it wouldn't be nice. But I also don't want, you know, the podcast stopping every two minutes to, to do some ad or I yeah. don't, you know. Right. Um, but but radio, we were talking about radio the other day. Uh, I fortunately, like I said, a, a hundred times on this podcast, I have a serious satellite radio. Yeah. So I don't have to listen to a whole lot of commercials or certain... Uh, like the NFL station, I I mean, it's ridiculous how many yeah. commercials are on there. You literally listen to like the the hosts of whatever show you're listening to for like five minutes, and then it's like fifteen minutes worth of commercials. Yeah, that's the NFL for you. Getting as much, they're bleeding us dry. Yeah. Um, but but regular radio, it's yeah. It's like you're listening to radio to listen to music. Right. Like, I don't even know how radio stays in business anymore. Like, normal, you know, like, over the air, you know, like, who's listening to that and all the bullshit that goes along with it? Number one, you got long-winded DJs. Right, right. That, you know, and there's a few of those on Sirius that drive me nuts. Um, it's like you got to tell a story. Every time you get an opportunity, you got to tell some story about something. It's like, who cares? Right. But uh, but regular radio, you know, they might play two songs and then it's like, you know, 10, 12 minutes worth of commercials. Yeah, that's insane. You that's know? crazy. I mean, uh, on the way here, it's it's just a, a long enough ride where I'll be like, oh, yeah, the radio. Let me turn it on. And then I find myself searching out um, something that reflects. Or a station my, that's actually playing music. Yeah, my interest. 
And um, what I had what I had to settle in on, because of all the things you just mentioned, uh, I, I'll just I I don't know their call letters whatever, but eighty eight point seven in this area. I think it's coming out of Asheville. And Could be. I, there's a college radio station that. Uh, there's a ninety one point seven that you pick up just outside of uh, Gastonia. There's a college right there. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm going north out of Gastonia, it's on the left, and um, I can actually see their sign ninety one point seven, and 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 they'll play exactly some of the tunes that I believe is coming out of that station in in Asheville. Yeah. They, they'll cross over. They they do. Uh, Beach music, they you know they have specific shows. I guess right. that's that's yeah. their whole point is you know yeah. this guy's here for this particular show. The yeah, beach, it might be rock and roll kind of. for two hours, and then yeah. it's you know something else right. for two or three hours. But this stuff out of the mountains is like um, rockabilly, and then it's uh, a, a bluegrass with bluegrass with a punch to it. And so, um, and an ad is minimal at best so they get they get funding who knows yeah. how i don't know what but i mean i literally had to search it out because i can't listen to the rest of this stuff i mean there's yeah there's a song here and there that i want to hear but then as soon as i get this barrage of the rest of it i'm out i'd rather just listen to nothing yeah just the sound of the car that's the thing i mean it's just it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even the internet. Like, you try to read an article on your phone or something. You're trying to read an article, and, and you keep getting these little ads that pop up, like yeah. video commercials or, or you know, and it's like, yeah, seriously? I'm trying to read an article, and I got to watch a commercial to read an article. Yeah. You know? Um, but they're not getting their money you know, because people aren't buying magazines anymore. People aren't buying newspapers anymore. Uh, so, yeah, they're they've got to get it somehow, I guess. But I, I just we we tolerate it, and that's why it continues, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, that's why the streaming services are doing so well. Yeah, you know, because like. The YouTube commercials, you know, they're so ill-timed. Right. And, you know, it's frustrating. Like I was telling you, there there, there was like a 17-minute video I started watching. I was researching some cameras or something like that. And, I, yeah. you know, I'm checking out different people. And, right. And uh, this, this video got like a minute and 20 seconds in and an ad came up. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? No, that's... Like, that's... I get it if I'm five or six minutes in, but like a minute and a half yeah. in, yeah. The and whole you're thing... already playing commercials? That's crazy. So it's it's uh, 17 plus minutes. How how many, I wonder just how many they try to put in there. I mean, there might not have been that many more. Yeah. Um, Three would be too much. Two would be acceptable as long as they were like 20 second commercials well here's the thing i feel like if you're you're making money off the advertisements and i don't care how much money if you've gotten enough if you've met all the criteria on youtube and you have enough followers and you've watched enough uh youtube videos yourself and you you're starting to monetize Mm -hmm. uh 
it shouldn't be like some sort of weird algorithm that just pops these ads in. You should be responsible for placing the ads. Yeah. Like, even if it's just so much as saying, you know, and I don't know how they would work it out, but that's not my problem. Right. Um, but, you know, like, at a certain point in your video, like, all right, we're going to take a short break, and here's, you know, here's a word from our sponsor or however, you know, but that's where the thing goes. Yeah. Not in mid-sentence, you know. There's, exactly. That's what I say. They're so ill-timed. It's like. You know, and then and then that video goes for whatever thirty seconds or whatever. But you're you're just all you're doing is grabbing the mouse or whatever, waiting to click on it where it says skip. Right. So right. then and then you kind of and then they come back mid sentence again, and you're like, okay, uh, what was he saying? Yeah, you know? exactly. And you know, and it's impossible if you're watching music. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no there's no way to put an ad in. Just put them in at the beginning of the video. Make me watch them at the beginning of the video. Yeah, because if yeah. I'm watching a guy play a drum solo, you've ruined the entire video by putting an ad in the middle of it. Yeah, exactly. So if you force me to watch the ad at the beginning, that's fine. But let me watch the freaking drum solo or hear the band play the song yeah. all the way through. Right. Um, to have it in the middle of it, uh, it it's stupid. I, yeah. I, you know, I can... Right. I mean, if there's 20 seconds, it's a live show and it's a big song and they they just crashed and boomed and banged their way out of it. It's over, but they still run the cameras because, you know, it's big crowd noise, big up like a flash look at the crowd and the band is, you know, this and that. Put it there. Not while they're playing. Right. Good right. Lord. You, you, you interrupt the song. That's like a record with a skip in it. It's like, oh my God, my record's got to skip. Right. This sucks. Right. It's or an eight-track tape. Yeah, you know, oh, a wonderful eight-track that tape. we that we talked about before. <laughs> yeah. um, but my thing is, is, okay, well, there's a workaround. Get the you know the YouTube Premium, and you don't have to watch the commercials anymore. Yeah. Okay, but that's thirteen dollars a month, or twelve twelve or thirteen dollars a month. Right. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to do: Google, YouTube, all you big ass money makers. Soon as football season's over, you're not going to get my seventy dollars a month for YouTube TV anymore. Mm-hmm. But I might give you the twelve or thirteen for YouTube Premium. Right. So, right. do you want my seventy bucks mm-hmm. or my twelve bucks? Yeah. Because you're not getting both. Right. Right. You know, and I feel like is YouTube, and I've said this before on the, the podcast, is a YouTube TV subscriber. Let me add the YouTube premium for like six bucks a month or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm already getting, I'm like, how much freaking money do you want me to give you every month? Just so I can not have to watch, yeah. because I'm getting the commercials on YouTube TV regardless. Right. Because that's just like cable TV, basically. But, you know, the YouTube videos, I don't watch that much anymore because I, I just, it's too annoying. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. So... And another thing is like Peacock TV is like NBC's app because they've all gone to apps now. This is another way for them to get more money out of you. Right. Um, you know, because they have exclusive content that's only on the app. Okay. Well, I I pay $70 a month for like cable TV or YouTube TV. And I have CBS and I have ABC and I have NBC. But you're going to make a specific show and put it, you know, or 
specific set of shows, different type shit that is only on the app. Yeah. But you're going to charge me $5 for the app a month. Right. So, okay, so I do that. So I'm already paying $70 a month. Mm-hmm. So I add in five for CBS, five for ABC, five for NBC, and five for Fox. So now I'm paying ninety dollars a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, but the Peacock, I the, you can get that one for free, and maybe and then maybe some of the other ones you can get for free. And that's cool that it's free, and I can watch it on there. But they have commercials. And even if you pay the $5 a month, there's still commercials. I think you have to even go up to like 10 or something a month to get rid of the advertisements. Oh, okay. Problem with the free version is they'll like, you know, there's some shows I really like to watch. They're like, oh, watch the first episode free. Well, oh. Why would I want to start a series right. that's got three seasons that I can only watch the first episode and then I and then I, if I can't watch any more of them? Yeah. You know? Um so I haven't pulled the, but that when I get rid of YouTube TV, you know, I may pay the $5 a month for the Peacock because there's stuff on there that I want to watch. Yeah. And I may pay the, you know, money for the YouTube premium because I enjoy watching YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still saving money. But like with the free version of, I'm getting long winded on this one topic here, but. No, you got to uh, cover, you got to cover it. It's worth it. They have like a commercial, and it depends on the show. Let's let's say every four minutes or five minutes or whatever it is. I haven't timed it, but you know they have a commercial, and and it's only like it's between like fifteen and sixty seconds. They're all you know they're just short, mm-hmm. and it's like you know that's tolerable, I guess. Problem is, is the frequency of them. Like I said, right. it's every like every five minutes or every four minutes. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's generally the same freaking advertisements over and mm-hmm. over and yeah. over. It's like, oh, my God, I'm watching a one-hour-long show, and I actually saw the same advertisement 17 times. Yeah. You know? that's, so that's I'm rough. just throwing those numbers out there. But, yeah, uh, it, yeah, it's just frustrating. Right. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what... what what part of advertising irritates you the most? Like, is it TV commercials or YouTube commercials? Well, I mean, it, it, it definitely was uh, when I was an avid TV watcher, you know, and, and um, even going back to football uh, way back, um, it was just, I, I, I decided uh, that I'll be the guy that, that runs into the kitchen and gets the drinks and, throws a couple sandwiches or something together. Whatever whatever anybody in the room wanted, whether it was my parents or whatever. Right, but now if you did that, it, you, I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to move after the game was over because you were eating and drinking so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was... They were annoying back then. I mean, they were incredibly annoying back then. But they were always in the same place. They They were very specific about that. They didn't. They didn't just throw it at you with a, with a ticker tape while the game was on. At least it was five minutes before it go on air. Fifteen minutes in, there's a break. Fifteen minutes after that, we're at the half hour. There's another break, and so on. Right. But 
you know, I didn't want to miss the game, so, but I didn't want to watch the commercials. Yeah, well, and what's even worse with the freaking, like, sports is is that, you know, you'll have just watched your series of commercials, mm-hmm. and then they come back, and, you know, it's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman or whatever. Then they've got to go through a spiel, and I know they probably hate doing it as much as people hate hearing it. Yeah. Um, But they work for the network. They got to... Sure. You know, got to sell, you know, like I said, you just watched eight commercials and I think that's the average. Like I, that's crazy. It's a little monotonous trying to count every commercial while you're watching football because you're into the game and it's yeah. like, oh, the commercials came on. There's one. There's two. There's three. And I don't care if they're 15 second commercials or, or two minute commercials. It's still, you know, and. It's excruciating. But then they get back, and then, like I said, the the announcers have to end. Coming up on Wednesday, the new series, America's number one show. It hasn't aired yet. How is it America's number one show? (laughs) Subliminal messages. And I was watching the game last week on a different network, and they claimed that their show was America's number one show. So who's, who's... Who's better, Verizon or AT&T or, or T-Mobile? Yeah. Because they all claim to be the best. Right, right. It's like, well, it's, there's only one best. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. That'd be great to hear. <laughs> T-Mobile comes on and goes, well, look, at we know Verizon's got the, the biggest and best towers, but we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, be honest. Well, give, me, give me something to talk about. Hey, did you see that commercial? They were well, actually honest. Well, and here's the here's the ass kicker about all the advertisements because number one, like Geico, Allstate, those mm-hmm. are insurance companies. Okay, right. So that's right. why my fucking insurance is so high because you guys are spending yeah. a billion dollars a year on advertisements. Exactly. I I can, I can only take so much of you and your ostrich friend in a helicopter. Yeah. I, I'm done with it. The, well, or Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. I'm so sick of seeing those friggin' Allstate commercials. I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and then it's Verizon and T-Mobile and AT&T. Yeah. You know, all claiming to be the best and have the best deals. And, you know, read the fine print that they put up on the bottom of the screen for like, there it is there. Oh, it's gone. Right, because what they're telling you, what the, what's coming out of the the spokesperson's mouth, is not the truth. There's so many restrictions and stipulations, right? And what they're telling you, yeah, uh, you know. And uh, what what's her name, Michelle Cannon, or what the Saturday Night Live comedian? She's doing Verizon shit now. Oh, okay. it's like I don't even like her anymore because she's doing. I see her on TV so much, plugging friggin' Verizon phones. Right, right. It's like I, I, I don't even know if a movie came out that you were in that I could watch it because I can't stand to see your face anymore. Yeah, because I see it seventy-five times on Sunday, every Sunday, seventy-five right. fucking times. Yep. Um, so it's a lot to it's a lot to have to accept for seeing your favorite sports team. I mean, it really is. What I don't understand is is people get in such a ruckus about like you know homeless people and starving people, but why aren't they pissed off about advertising on TV? Mm-hmm. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I took it seriously. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, just totally joking about that. Yeah, uh, uh, but you think there would be a little more outrage about not over homelessness, but some of the other things that people get really passionate about well i mean 
when you go to search out something that you need to get, do, do those commercials come up in your mind? No. They never. don't they don't with me cuz I, 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 I shut them out. I can't remember the last time that I saw a commercial for something and went, "Oh shit, I got to remember that next yeah. time I go to the store." Right. Or or god, I've never seen that. That's really unique. Yeah. And jot it down and and order it off Amazon or whatever. No, I I can't remember the last time. Um, and we're at the right time of year because now it's K Jewelers and Zales. Oh yeah, uh, true. And true. and uh, end of year Toyota event and yeah, you know, so you're getting all that bullshit. And the McRib is back. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, peppermint shakes. It's like, well, wait a minute. Okay, well that might catch my attention. Oh, really? But I you can, know, you don't even I see that many shake commercials. And a McRib sandwich. That's what's funny though is like I don't like I when I'm watching football. I don't, I just don't seem to see that, like, many McDonald's commercials or, I mean, I know they're there, but it's it's all, it's just like a, there's like 10 or 12 commercials that they'll play for the whole three-hour game. Yeah. It's just the same ones in rotation, and it's bad enough sometimes where they'll play the commercial, then another commercial will come out, then they play the same commercial that you, you watch, that's, the sandwich, the same commercial. That's awful. It's like holy shit. Is that is like so? Is some of it on the network, and then maybe if you see that same one again, is that on the local station? I w- I'm wondering if. Uh, I mean, I don't. It's like I don't know how it works, but yeah, it, what I'm it tells just, me the fact that you're only seeing the, this s- smaller handful than you used to see of of advertisers. Yeah, is right. that these these companies are spending mega bucks. Mm-hmm on advertising or the other companies like you said when's the last time you saw a commercial and said oh i gotta have that or or when i was at the store oh yeah i remember that commercial right like and i think maybe they they start to see the light and they're like our money's not being well spent there exactly you know but they're probably throwing it at the you know that's what I'm seeing when I'm trying to read an article on my phone or or something like that, you know, or YouTube videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I mean, the cell phones, I mean, we all know cell phone service is stupid expensive. Sure. And it's like, but Verizon spending, I guarantee their budget's like, you know, it's crazy. I mean, I, I couldn't even tell you, but it's, right. it's it's in the high millions, I'm sure. Right. And some of these some of these commercials they make for like video games and shit, they're like, that's got to be a million dollar commercial, just one commercial because right. of all the effects and stuff, and it's yeah. like that for yeah. a video game. Yep. You know. And you'd love to know, are they getting a return on this? I'm sure they are, because so. video games are huge and. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can't afford to play video games. I, I can't. Right. Not that I, you know, I kind of just, it wasn't one of those things where I was like, a, I, I was a gamer and I, you know, I was always sitting on the couch playing, you know, video games. I'd go through periods where, uh, you know, I feel like playing a racing game or something like that, right. you know, and I'd play for a couple hours or whatever. Yeah. 
or you know a week or two i'd be into playing and then i'd you know put it away and yeah but you know i'm so outdated now on i can't even buy games for my console anymore so in order to play any of the new games i have to go buy a new console start over yeah which is you know (laughs) four or five hundred dollars and then the games are you know yeah 60 or 80 bucks a piece and it's like it's, it's too expensive for me yeah especially when they're churning out like oh you know uh Halo 6, and it's like, I haven't even gotten past the fifth level on Halo 1. (laughs) That's what my friend told me one time, because I was like, I sucked at at those shooter games. Uh He's like, ah, you got to practice. I'm like, dude, I don't practice video games. Right. I play video games to try to just, like, check out, have a little fun. Yeah, if this becomes work, I don't want to do it. You know, (laughs) I, I think it's a generational thing. You know, right. he was young and younger enough than me that he grew up with. So he just had this natural ability to, you know, yeah. like he wouldn't shoot. You just sneak up behind you and slit your throat, oh. you know? Yeah. Just because he could. Yeah. Right. Me, I'm getting shot, respawn, getting shot, respawn, get shot, <laughs> respawn. Um, not that that has anything to do with advertising, but uh, I mean, you even see like billboards you know, like you were saying, you know, you're driving, you know, you're driving up through the mountains and billboards, you know. Yeah. Blocking the view of the beautiful trees and, and right. scenery. Like, let's put a big billboard here. You yeah. Know? The only time billboards uh, were important to me when I'm about um, 10 miles out of a city. And now I'm I'm checking billboards because... Uh, I'm I'm just I'm taking in information. It's like I have a destination in mind, or or, or for work. But I'm just checking out the billboards real quick, giving them a glance. There might be something up there that's, you know, would be beneficial. Yeah. Well, when when we were on the road, mm-hmm. I mean, you're on the highway, and it's like you know, you know that oh, there's a there's a. You know, a pilot up here that's got a McDonald's. I'm hungry yeah. and I need fuel. Yeah, you can get everything done at once. You know, uh, and it gives you the exit. And you yeah. know, um, right. but I mean, on a, a two lane road up through the mountains, you know, to say, oh, you know, such and such a r- restaurant, or like, yeah. I'm probably gonna see it when I come when I'm coming up yeah. on it. Yeah. So, and and in that situation, I don't I don't need that. I'm on my own time. Right. I'm, I'm, it's a come what may thing. Yeah, for when me. you're looking around, you're looking right. Yeah, you know, we're getting a little hungry. Uh, you yeah. Know? So, so now you're looking. You know, there, oh, there's got to be some restaurants. Yeah. So you're spontaneous. Along the way. Yeah. You're spontaneous at that point. So I, I don't need anybody to sell me anything when I'm in vacation mode. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I just feel like it's everywhere. Like I play solitaire on my computer in the morning sometimes when I'm having coffee. Yeah. And like you, this computer you couldn't give me like a solitaire pack that I don't have to watch freaking ads, right? Like an ad comes up, and then I'm usually got music on while I'm playing solitaire. Mm-hmm. But then the music is louder. the The music for the ad is louder than the music that I'm listening to. Right, right. For the commercial, and the commercials are like, you know. 20 30 seconds long i'm like for solitaire yeah really 
And this is Windows. This is a Windows. How much money does Windows have? Right. Like, right. Not enough, apparently. Microsoft. Come on. Seriously? Yeah. You need ads for the solitaire pack that you ins- installed on my computer system? <laughs> it's it's there's just not enough money out there. Yeah. Or, you, you know, you can sign up or whatever. You know, that's another thing. The, uh, it has not really anything to do with advertising. I was telling you, Kyle and I tried that meal thing. Oh, yeah. Where they delivered it, and, you know, we're going to try another one after the holidays, but... Yeah. Um, that one was okay. The portions are a little bit small for me. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like you were telling me, like, what if they're using different kinds of oil or whatever, because my stomach was kind of a little weird yeah. uh, from it, but... Uh, yeah, and I would think it, it just a nutritional thing. I, I think it would have to be from the oils. But we waited a long time because she was just waiting on me. But, I, you know, I'd go and I'd try to, to look at some of them. But they wouldn't give you any pricing. Like, you had to, like, register an account. And it's like, I don't want to create an account. Yeah. I just want to know how much you charge for your meals. That's sure. all I want to know. Why do I have to create an account for that? And they're all that way, every single one of them. That's it's because now they have your information. So now you're on their spam shit, and they're going to start sending you freaking. That's a thing. The spam, that's advertising for the most part. Like you get all these advert, you know. Yeah. I, I get it. I've had my uh, Yahoo mail forever. I have other emails that I use for other things. Uh-huh. But I get so much spam from them. Wow. And they're for things that I don't, I've never looked this up on the internet because that's a little freaky. Yeah. Like maybe I'm looking, I go to the Best Buy website or something and I'm looking at, you know, looking yeah. at their cameras. What cameras do they have in stock? Right. Or whatever, you know. And then and then you uh, you open up something on your phone. Like I, I whatever, you just, and, and all of a sudden an ad pops up for like the cameras you were looking at or Best Buy or, and it's like, right. it's, I mean, it's that quick. It's instant. Yeah. Like, you know, and people are worried about like, cameras outside and shit it's like you're being watched constantly yeah people like the 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 google homes and the 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 uh, alexas and stuff like that yeah, yeah. people can listen yeah. in on it well they, they can actually yeah uh, but, i'm sure there's a disclaimer that says they can but you know it's not something i search out to read there might be some tech heads somewhere that might be listening on on you know, an argument that you're having with your wife or something like that. And they might be getting a giggle out of it, but I mean, they're not putting it anywhere. And it's like, it is a little disturbing that somebody could listen in on you like that. But, uh, but that, that's the downside to technology. Yeah. You know, you sign up for Facebook or any of these, you know, you're putting, everybody's putting shit out there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why are you so worried about the, the cameras on the corners and stuff? Yeah. To me, that's a good thing. That, that really is. Because if a crime happens, they can go back and, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. oh, are you worried because you're committing crimes and that's why you don't want the cameras <laughs> out there? Yeah. I don't know. But like I said, that has nothing to do with advertising. Right. Um, but yeah, like the the games. I you, Your new flip phone, I don't think you can play games on that. It has, it has three games in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, I find them extremely difficult, actually. I, so I'm I'm playing. Uh, I look at the 
I'm, I'm beyond the beginner thing, but I'm only at level one and two. Cause even at the tail end of level one, things are happening so quickly. It's like, what, what, what was that? <laughs> you know, I can't keep up. Yeah. So yeah, it would be nice if I could play solitaire. I'd be very happy with that in my flip phone, but. I mean, I get the the advertisements on some of these games because they're free. You can just download them for free. Yeah. So let's, but here again, this is like the YouTube video. Play the ad at the beginning. Let me play the game for ten or fifteen minutes, um, mm-hmm. and then play another ad or whatever. But like I, I'll down. I I don't even put games on my phone really. I put one. Can't remember. It was some sort of puzzle type game. Yeah. And like after every level, like a ad would pop up and i'm like i literally played it for like 10 seconds and beat this level now i gotta watch a 30 second commercial yeah then i play another level okay i beat that level in like 40 seconds and now i gotta watch another 30 second it's like after every single level yeah wow. like nope delete off my phone right. remove it from my phone yeah oh i'm i'm that way so uh <clears throat> all this advertising to me is it can be a burden and i will it will shut me down from using their products it yeah. literally shut me down i'll be like uh-uh no you guys are i know you're making money but now you're nah i can't i can't deal with it yeah well and here's the, the last thing i'll talk about advertising today right well during this podcast because i'm sure i'll watch youtube at some point tonight or something like that and cuss advertising again mm-hmm. um but some of the commercials that you see on TV, whoever's writing this stuff that thinks it's funny, like I, I was like, every time I see one of these commercials that's, they, that's supposed to be funny, yeah. And I'm like, there was a group of 10, 12 people sitting in some room around some big pill shaped desk, yeah, laughing their friggin' asses off. Right. At this, thinking it was the funniest thing in the world. And it was literally the stupidest freaking thing. It wasn't, there was nothing funny about it. Right. Right. And I get it. I'm getting older. So, you know, I don't, I don't understand all the jargon and all that crap that the the kids are using. But yeah, like, I'm like, this can't even be funny to them. It's not that we're, I don't think we're getting cynical as we get older. I just think that. We're a little bit more discriminating on on what makes me laugh. And I mean, yeah, I, the, I'm, I'm watching something and I'm like, I love to laugh. I mean, I'm all about comedy. I mean, that's that's my main intent. Well, yeah. When I and w- funny is funny, but when you yeah. like, when it's not funny, you right. know, don't try to be funny if it's not a pro- like you know. I didn't even get into the pharmaceutical commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why is every pharmaceutical commercial, why are they th- these people walking around doing the most fucking random shit? Mm-hmm. You know, they're watering the flowers out front, and then they're... <laughs> yeah. Like, just, like, the, and you don't even know what the drug's for. Right. And then they say, if you think you could benefit from, right. you know, whatever, you know, let your doctor know about it. Well, I don't even know what it's for. So wh- why would I walk into my doctor and go, hey, I saw a commercial for this new drug. Maybe I could benefit from it. But dude, that's for menstrual cramps. Yeah. You know, or or whatever. So back to the drawing board for you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess pharmaceutical the whole thing. That's a whole nother topic we can get into because I could go on and on about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just the randomness of 
the some of the commercials it's like why are you going that direction yeah you know well, like just sell your product right like some commercials you don't even know what it's for but they want to they want to imprint this Im- image so they're they're selling they're pushing that image is supposed to be representing somehow them yeah and oh, oh okay well there's something i like to do and oh that's a pretty scene i better pay attention it's like, well, no, I'm an adult. I've seen a, a lot of stuff in my life. You, you, you can't, you can't grab me that way. Right. You got, they get, you got to come to the mic. You know, just a guy with a spotlight on him in a black room, and the guy's going, "Do you have this problem? Then listen up, because this is going to help your ass." Right. Right. Now I'm gonna. Now you got my attention. Well, first of all, yeah. Listen to the side effects for most of these drugs that they're coming out with. Hmm. And I get it's, it. Oh, I get it if it's a cancer drug and yeah. you're going through something really tough like that. Right, right. The, the, the shit you're taking is pretty heavy duty and it's probably going to come with some pretty shitty side effects. Yeah. But I always go to like if I got toenail fungus or whatever mm-hmm. and the pill that my doctor's telling me to take for it like can cause death. Yeah. Or, so, you know, all these all these drugs, like tuberculosis is one of the possible side effects and shit. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, really. Why do I want to go down the road, that road? No, I'll keep the toenail fungus. You can keep your pill. Right. I'll, I'll work it out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll, I'll get a little brush and dabble some bleach on there one, yeah, once every something. three months and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Cross um, my fingers. <laughs> that's why I said, like, the whole pharmaceutical thing, like, you could get into a whole whole thing about the pharmaceuticals we'll, we'll do that down the road yeah um i i don't know you got anything else for advertising that you want to piss on it's, it's just there's so much advertising that i would love to see i would love to see them spoof on themselves make the joke about yourself i mean yeah you're going to be you're going to be um wanting to get your your point across but <clears throat> Find the people in your company that are really thinkers because you were, what you brought up about the boardroom and these guys are getting ready to make a commitment on millions of dollars for you to produce this, this short you just showed us. Okay, we've seen the short. You sold me on the short and it's going to be, we're going to have to pay an intense amount of money for this to get on TV when I, I didn't, I, it never changed my facial expression. Right. So if you were trying to be funny, you, you came up way short. If you're going to come up way short with me, well, I sure as hell don't want my name, my company name or, or whatever the association is with me and the company. I, I don't want to be the guy that somebody said, Oh God, I work for that company, you know. I work in another plant, and I'm just I'm way down the ladder. But oh god, that's they spent all kinds of money for that ad, and it sucks. But that's the worst part of it is because okay, this company hires a marketing firm to come up with you know some ideas for commercials and shit, and they have to approve it. Yeah, and so you all all these people supposedly smart, yeah, sat in a room and laughed at this, and it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. In, In my mind. The the one person that really thought, whoa, boy, that really got the point across. And everybody else in there 
must be a yes person because they're, oh, yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, mm, nah, it didn't do anything for me. And and then, of course, when you speak out like that, be prepared to either look for another job or you, you, got not, you just got knocked down about eight levels. Right, right. <laughs> so, I mean... Go ahead, be truthful. You'll 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 feel good about it later in life. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I think it's a good time to call it an episode. I want to make sure you uh, get out of here when you want to get out of here. Okay. Um, yeah, it could be some bad weather coming. And uh, you notice that I didn't play the ad. The ad during our break. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah, I did that strategically on purpose. I see. So yeah, we, we, I mean, you can't notice it now because that, that hasn't happened. But, right. But right. if somebody's listening to it in its entirety, the edited version. Uh, I did not put an advertisement <laughs> in our episode this week. We call them advertisements. <laughs> advertisements. Adver- advertisement. <laughs> yes. Um. We use the English pronunciation. Yeah. Well, it's been an episode. Hope you enjoyed it. I am the kid. And I'm Dan Lee. Catch you next time. Hey, you know what? What? That was a major fuck up. Because we have... Not done our top five. The top five. Hey, you know what? You are the main man here. I'm just the yes man. I'm going along with anything because <laughs> I don't want to get knocked down. Eight. If I got knocked down eight runs from here, I'd never be on again. <laughs> I I don't know how I forgot about our top five. Right, right. I don't know how. I'd probably be looking for another job tomorrow. Um, Yeah, our top five this week is our top five favorite sounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I say sounds, I mean... Anything, any sounds. Right. So what do you got for number five? Number five is just the sound of uh, jets taking off. I just love it. Okay. That's now, good I one. mean, we did that when we were, when, when my sister and I were little kids, our parents would, on occasion, we would take a ride. It, you know, it was like maybe once or twice in a year, but we would go to the airport, uh, the Rochester airport. We take a ride up there. And, uh, of course, it's disappointing as an adult when you're sitting there and you're watching a jet take off and you're seeing it spew all this filth out. And that's, that's the only right, thing yeah. you can get in your head. Not but thinking just, about that when you're a kid, though. Yeah, when you're a kid, it's like, oh, I can't wait to hear this thing. And uh, just it was just amazing to, uh, to uh, hear that. Just the sound of jets. I love it. Or uh, being on the beach in Myrtle Beach. When that airbase was open, because that was uh, those A-10s. And the cool thing about them is they'd be coming, you know, two or three of them would be coming in a low flight down the beach. And you can see them coming because they, they can back those things down really slow. No sound. Quiet, quiet, quiet until they go by. Yeah. Because it's a perfect, perfect war machine. Right. Intense, in close fighting. We don't want you to hear us coming. Yeah. <laughs> but you're sure going to hear us after Leaving, we go yeah. by. So I that's a that's a sound to me that always gets me like, "Oh, yeah. 
I like yeah, that. You can't do the airport thing anymore because of all the security and shit. Right, right. So you they can't d- just go, yeah, you know, screw it. There's nothing else. I'm just going to go sit at the airport and watch planes take off. God, and the airports used to do that. Had They had an observation thing at the end of the airport runways uh, where, you know, mom and dad could bring the kids and watch. Yeah. I went with uh, frying, mm-hmm. like sizzling bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, something, fr- this, that, I don't know, there's something about that, it's just, I think it's a cool sound. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, not a whole lot you can say about it, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you got for number four? Number four is um, someone playing drums, not like a solo, not where they're reaching for the moon, but just playing uh, and, and not with a snare drum, not with cymbals. Okay, so no no high-end frequency instrument in there. Just tom-toms. Yeah. Bass drum. Just playing something that really, a rhythm that just really grabs me. And, right. I, and I like this, and, I, and what really sold me was, number one, is the sound of the drums. Be like, oh, yeah, I love that. I love those, I like the sound I'm hearing off these drums. It's, it's. They've really done a great job. And then they're grabbing me with uh, a pattern. Right. And that pattern, I just, you know, it's stuck in my mind. I love it. If you can make something that sticks in my mind, especially on the drums. So, yeah, that that takes me to a different place. That, that doesn't take me to like, oh, yeah, I want to go sit down and play it. It's just now there's a sound coming at me that puts a smile on my face. Or um, in another respect, uh uh, a, a particular tuning on a guitar, for instance, whether it's acoustic or electric, um, certain tunings I just I really love, and so it isn't what they're playing; it's the sound of it. Right. Right. Yeah. I went uh, with number four was ocean waves, something mm-hmm. soothing about just being at the beach and hearing the yeah. the waves. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, not a whole lot I can say. I mean, hopefully everybody's at least heard the ocean in some form, whether it was on the radio or on TV or hopefully actually been to the beach. Yep, Um, yep. But what do you got for number three? Well, number three was, for me, was water. Just the sound of water, whether it's uh, the waves waves rolling in or if you go to... uh, the state park in downtown Watkins Glen, New York, all those falls yeah, and the sound of those falls, because they're all different. They all have a different height to them. Right. It's, it's in a different situation. You know, it's a, a slow drizzle up at the top and then a roaring thing down at the bottom. So yeah, it's. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Like waterfalls or a yeah. babbling brook. Um, uh, the Canadian Falls, the Horseshoe Falls, or Niagara, uh, that's a little overwhelming. So I can't really say, I mean, because that's like, that's like being in a factory and all the machines are running yeah, at once yeah. all around you. Yeah, no, Watkins Glen's <laughs> is yeah a little bit more tame. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's a great environment. I went with campfire. Yeah. I, like, I love the sound of a campfire, the popping and... Yeah, crackling definitely. and um, 
I'd like to have a campfire, but it's 70 degrees out, and it's supposed to rain, so. Yeah. Um, What do you got for number two? Uh, Just first thing in the morning, just um, going somewhere, going camping, just first thing in the morning, just get out. Like uh, we used to camp sometimes, we'd, we'd go to Letchworth or just a state park, anywhere state park, just just go out and sit down, find a nice comfortable place to sit and just listen. Just the sound of and if you know if if a jet <laughs> jetliner flies overhead, well that kind of screws that up, but yeah. But um yeah, if you're at some state park that's way out wherever, just yeah, just the sound of nature it. I mean, sounds the soothing the soothing sound of uh a lot going on, but it ain't human. Right. And it's just it's just so entertaining. Well then my number four is gonna disturb your serenity. Breaking glass. <laughs> Love the sound of breaking glass. Probably why I got in trouble when I was like five for breaking all the garage windows out of a neighbor's oh, house. What a blast. Dude didn't even think him. We just yeah. it wasn't just me, but uh, Yeah, really. But I think that uh, that's when I developed my love for the sound of breaking glass. Just that. <laughs> I just love that sound. Um, that probably clipped. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, our, our neighbors when I was living in Painted Post when I was little. Mm-hmm. When when your kids could run around the neighborhood, you know, back then, uh, because there wasn't so many crazy people out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they went on vacation, one of the neighbors down the street, and me and a couple other kids. I We weren't being malicious, but we broke all the goddamn windows out of their garage. Yeah. Every single one of them. Oh, hey, because it's so much fun. Once you do it, once you start, it's like, oh, there's one that isn't broke. I got to get that. Yeah. I mean, we got caught. Uh-huh. I don't know how much trouble we got in, but. Cost somebody some money, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, probably my, <laughs> probably my grandparents or something my grandfather was probably down there replacing their windows uh-huh um but that leads us to your number one number one absolutely my one of my favorite sounds of all time is goes back to my racing days um and so the the day that the car got loaded up to go to the racetrack let's say we're we're Call it the first race of the year. So we're racing in Daytona. It's um, So the motor tuner comes, spends the day over there working with the motor. He works for the company that made that motor, who we're leasing the motor from. And um, I would I, at different stages in the, in the morning, he'd show up early. We'd push the car out, put the hood up, and he'd just start working on that motor, testing everything. Didn't start it. Tested everything. And just went completely around that that motor bay, and and I just kind of knew, I kind of knew when he was ready. And I go outside. I'd find myself outside, standing nearby. And as soon as I hear him hit that starter, turn over the motor first, get the oil pump, and get it get the, the motor oil just flowing through that thing, and then he'd strike it. It's like, oh my God, what an incredible sound! Yeah. And it was like music to me. I would just go over and stand there and listen, and I, I would just, I would every time they came, 
Because up to that point, we weren't running any motors. I mean, we're at the shop. We're just right. we're just doing all the mundane, serious uh, 14, 15-hour days of trying to get ready and running our tails off. And But, man, when that motor guy showed up, I was like, I'm all ears now. Yeah. And I literally would. I'd, just, I'd go over and uh, I'd have to kind of like three-quarter close my ear and just turn my head because it's so wicked loud. But I just, there's something about those NASCAR motors. I just, I can't, it's like music to me. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, they sound cool. I, uh, like I said, I'm not much of a gearhead kind of guy. So, yeah. Um, I went with my number one was drums and I, specific like you were. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A really good sounding snare and bass drum. Mm-hmm. specifically when i say drums and toms as well and and i i'm like with you like don't even maybe the hi-hats when but a groove yeah when i hear a groove yeah um a lot of the stuff you hear now is they're doing too much all the time yeah i just like to hear just a simple just i want to hear the kick drum and i want to hear the snare yeah but i don't want a thousand ghost notes on the snare drum and right right and uh you know, you know, when you, we were we were listening to that couple videos of that kit, and we were talking about yeah. that one guy that was reviewing that the E Star kit. Yeah, yeah, um, right. And that video was eight months ago, so uh-huh. so they are current. Um, yeah, that's, but that's cool. But this this second guy, you hadn't seen that video we were watching. The guy was like doing blast beats and stuff. I'm like, you can't tell what anything sounds like. No, yeah. And then we tried watching the third one, and they never even hit the freaking thing. They never things. even hit it. Yeah. So, <laughs> which was far better than the second guy. Yeah. But, but uh, here's um, here's just a point on uh, a, a, the simplest groove, and probably one of the biggest hits that uh, a pop artist ever did. Um, what's that song called? Billy Jean. Yeah. Dump, 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 dump. Right. But but listen to the drum groove. It's just hi-hat, s- snare, and bass drum doing the simplest thing. And, and, well, yeah. And, uh, and this is a billion-dollar song. Uh, Eminence Front. Yeah, right. It's just uh, the just, who, Eminence yeah. Front. I mean, it's just a basic drum beat, mm-hmm. you know, the beginning of the song. is It's just cool. Yeah. It's just cool, and there's not a whole lot going on. Right. I, it's sometimes simpler is better when it comes to music. It, yep. it doesn't, everything doesn't have to be, like, I, like, I don't want to get too far into the drums, but, because we got to call it an episode again. Uh, but, you know, we watched the, a uh, few years back, well, several years back now, but the, the drum off. Oh yeah, I was there for every from the get go to the the final right, one at, yeah. the, at that place. But you came down the night where they were like the final four or five right. drummers played. Right, and uh, really good. And it's, that young kid was really good. But but that's kind of like it's kind of like a style. Yeah, there's so many guys that are playing th- that similar, and it's it's really good, and it's not easy. No, it's not easy. Um, but it's like I kind of like I've 
try to find drum solos and like I want to hear people hit the freaking drums, man. Yeah. I, I, the the ghost notes and all that it's all cool and everything, but I want to hear I want to hear you hit the drums. Right. Drums when they added in the octopad or whatever for a couple of years, I was like, why? Right. Right. This is a drum competition. I don't want electronic sounds. I want to hear the freaking drums. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's why I say specifically like a good snare drum and a good kick drum and and some toms that are tuned right and that sound sound good and and uh, yeah. you know the cymbals can come in later, but right. I want to hear this. Sure. You know? And if um, that if that holds your attention, then they're they're being really smart about what they're doing. Right. Even though it's just three separate high end, middle, and low. If they can hold your attention with those three, then they're an accomplished musician. Right. Yeah. So, but that's our top five that I almost forgot. <laughs> We're going to call it an episode now for the second time. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. I'm the kid. I'm Dan Lee. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.